You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode number 27 of the Savvy Social Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Social Report, the world's most complete social media management platform. And it's the social media management tool that my team and I use. We love it because it's finally, we have everything in one place, management, reporting, everything we need. All the platforms can be connected. So check out Social Report. The link will be in the show notes, or you can just go to socialreport.com. Quick reminder that I will be speaking at Alt Summit in uh, March, March 24th through the 29th. That's in Palm Springs, California. You can get $50 off your ticket if you use the coupon code online DREA. Um, so for Alt Summit is really a great conference for creative entrepreneurs, social media influencers. This is their 10th year and it's going to be bigger and better than ever. They're actually extending it to be a week long conference. Um, I think this will be really great for those of you who need a little bit of a refresher after making all those New Year's goals. So join me in Palm Springs on March 24th through the 29th. Again, $50 off for your ticket by using coupon code online. Drea, and the link will be in the show notes. Now, I'm really excited to talk to Lisa today uh, because we met on social media, which we talk about in the podcast, so social media at work. Um, and Lisa is also a client of mine, so it's always, always fun to talk to clients um, because I feel like I already know them <laughs> really well because I've been working inside their brain for a little bit. Um, but we have a really interesting conversation about vulnerability and personality because Lisa just lays it all out on social media and she's got such a unique personality that really uh, is to her advantage for bringing people into her world. Um, So a little bit about Lisa. Lisa Orkin is a comedian, she's an actress, she's a writer, and she's worked for places like the Comedy Store on the Sunset Strip, and she's also starred in several award-winning indie films alongside the likes of Adam McKay and Shara Piven. While she's leaving her own unique and indelible mark on Hollywood, Lisa has also been writing, producing, and voicing award-winning radio spots and podcasts as the creative director at Radio Ranch. She's also the host and creator of the Project Woo Woo podcast, which is is what we talk about in this episode. So let's just dive right in. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited you're here. Now, I think that how we got connected initially is interesting because we connected on social media. So can you share with the audience how we met? Yeah, I think it was on a like a group website and um, I was looking for a social media person and I think you and I sort of went back and forth a little bit, maybe had seen each other before that and then um, we just talked about you doing my Instagram and that's how we, that's how we met. Yeah, I love that. The power of social media at work mm-hmm. <laughs> in real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, that's such a, an interesting thing because, um, yeah, we met through social media and then here we are today. So yeah. um, let's start with your podcast, Project Woo Woo, because it's such a unique idea. So um, let us know, how did you get started with the idea for your project? Woo Woo? Well, 
It's so interesting because I've had like, this is my fourth podcast, I guess. And so I had done regular interview ones, but I started working for other podcasters, like the big guys who do interview podcasts. And I was always having to listen to their podcast because I was working for them. And I just thought I should combine my comedy background and my acting background with like an interview show. And at first I thought I was just going to do like a parody of like self-help sort of podcasts. And so I was going to have everyone make up characters to be like a a self-help person. And then somewhere along the line, I just thought, what if it's real people? What if they just pretend to be real people? They do the research, I do the research, and then we just go in and we long form improv. And because I live in Los Angeles and I've worked with some of the most amazing improv actors and voiceover actors and actors in the world, like truly, um, I just thought we could pull this off. So now it's real people, everyone from like Timothy Leary to Lincoln to Marianne Williamson. And then every once in a while, we'll throw in a mixed character. So, you know, that it's like nobody knows who that is. But like I heard a facialist on a podcast talk about how she gives facials without touching people. And I thought that's interesting. So I had my friend do all the research on her and we just sort of made up a character. I love that. So when you're when you're talking with your friends about this, um, what's the process like? Are, you know, how do you reach out to them? How do you get them on board? Tell us about all those details. So I basically send them either a Facebook message or I run into them at a party or an audition or I'm working with them in studio and I say, hey, I have this thing and they look at me like I'm nuts. Like I, I'm not going to improvise for a half hour, 45 minutes. And eventually I'm like, just go listen and they listen and then they, we sit and we pick out a character that works for both of us. And, and then we do our research and we just come in studio and we try not to talk beforehand and just improvise. I love that. It's almost like a, a portfolio piece for some. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, and it, and because we never get to play like that as actors, you know, we're doing 30 second commercials or 60 second commercials or having to fit into someone else's show. We never get to do something like that. So everybody, either people are, once they do it, they're like, I want to do another one. And <laughs> Right. So that, it, but getting them to do it sometimes is really hard because they're just like, that sounds impossible. Right. Right. So you, you, uh, let, show them the way and give I them do. basically their own platform to be creative. Yeah. And I'm like, I will hold you the whole way. I go, it's an interview show. So it, there is no right or wrong. And then weirdly we get in studio and this weird magic happens and suddenly we're like in this strange project woo vortex. And I believe they're exactly who they are. So if, if it's if I'm interviewing Bob Dylan, I am interviewing Bob Dylan. And they become the person. I like that. It fits so much with your own personality, which is very unique. Um, so I want to shift gears a little bit and talk about that because you do a really, really good job of showcasing your personality um, through your social media posts. So can you tell us a little bit about um, how your personality pre- plays a role in both your social media posts and your podcast? Well, I'm, I think because I've been on stage, you know, most of my entire adult life, honing my skills as a comedian and then as a solo artist doing solo shows and one person shows. And I think, and working as an actor, I think that the only thing that you could sell is you. And mm-hmm. so I learned early on that 
that that's what I'm best at. It's just being me or not best at sometimes, but I'll show that too. And so if you're super honest and authentic, even when you're failing and not doing well and you go, yeah, this isn't working. People love that. And um, not if you do it all the time, but if you, if you're always just sort of authentic with what's really going on, you, I think that just makes it all easier. I think there's also so much material in our own lives mm. that, you know, you don't have to look outside of yourself. Oh, that's so powerful. Just using your own life as a, as a guide for the material that you create. So when you're creating these personal stories, like um, I remember on Thanksgiving, you, you shared such a, a, a personal story about how you lost your dad around that time of year. And a lot of people connected with that story. Um, how, how does that feel being so vulnerable in, in such a public way? Well, I think that it builds community and we all have loss and we all mess up. Even like last week I went to a party and I was feeling really cute. My boyfriend didn't quite get my outfit. And normally he's really great about stuff. Like it's like, you look cute. I just don't get it. (laughs) And I was so insecure. So I just thought, you know what? Everybody knows that feeling. And so I think showing our vulnerabilities makes us human. So once in a while I may have shared too much, but it passes fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that post and you, and you used video to share your story. And I think um, video has been huge for you for, for showcasing kind of that emotion behind it. Um, and so uh, how, how do you use video um, and, and how does that kind of translate into creating your brand online? Well, I think um, just talking on camera to people, like you're talking to a friend is really what it's about for me. So it's like, if I've got, like, if something happened in the day, I can jump on and just sort of go through that online and, you know, on video. And so video just seems to be a really easy, I think just looking at the camera and talking to them, like you're talking to your best friend Mm -hmm. is sort of a really good way to sort of cathartically get stuff out. You have to be careful because you don't, you, you need to give a little time between when it happens and when it doesn't, you know what I mean? So that you're like, okay, that I just went through like a huge breakup. We'll wait six months to talk Mm -hmm. about it. But you know, a bad outfit, you can talk about that. And like losing a parent, I think everyone can relate to that or they're scared. Yeah. 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 So you, you basically are creating your own boundaries for when you post things. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So has there been any time where you've posted something and people have reacted negatively to it? Um, no, not really. I mean, you know, I've had some boyfriends in the past that were like, yeah, could you not talk about that online? Um, so I've learned a little bit to when it's about someone else to be careful with it, but I've never had, no, I think as long as I'm authentic about it and I don't feel like, um, someone else's judgment will take me down. I can put it online, but if it's too vulnerable a situation, I may not do it. So, yeah, but I mean, I've talked about it. Yeah, I've talked about everything. I mean, I've had breast cancer. I talk about my boobs being crooked because it's all human. It's just, you know, it's it's part of life. We're all so human. And I think it's more interesting to see that 
than it is to see people's perfect social media world. I definitely see a shift right now on social media, a shift away from the perfectly curated feeds and the perfectly polished lives. And I think that what you're doing really fits in with that. People want to see the real, the raw. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's still room for like curated stuff. I definitely do like photo shoots with people and then use those for like a year, you know, but I, you know, for certain things, but I, yeah, I, I want to see people's real lives. But I also think too, because I've been a performer for so long and a writer and creating, I sort of know the story. I know, I'm like, oh, I can see a, a beginning, middle and an end in that, even in a minute Instagram post. Like it has to have those three things before I'll do it. Okay. You said a few things that I want to unpack for a second. Okay, um, okay. Going back to your, your photography, because I love it. Um, you know, you mentioned you use the same photos with the, for a year, which I always recommend because, you know, we don't all have photographers waiting for us every single weekend. Um, so when you yeah. go into those kind of photo shoots, um, what are you looking to get out of it? Because I know um, based on what I've seen from your photography, there there's a lot of variety there with your different shoots and your different um, like kind of colorful outfits and all of those things. So what's your mindset before you go into those photo shoots? Well, I've learned that I'm not the best choice. I know what I want to look like in life and I'm really good at dressing myself in life and I'm a quirky dresser in life, but it doesn't always translate for a photo shoot. So because I tend to wear really baggy clothes and so I, and you have to be more tailored with a photo shoot. So I usually hire someone or find a friend or my daughter to really help me style everything before I jump in. And then I really think about the backgrounds. And then I hire someone fabulous like Caroline White, who's just an amazing photographer. But And so I think about all of those things. And then I think about what is, is it that I want the world to see? You know, what hmm. what is that? So for me, colorful, whimsy, my whole sort of podcast and Everything is all about whimsy. I kind of wish I was a little cooler, <laughs> a little more minimalist, a little more, but I'm not. It's not who I am. So like to me, like this time I did, I had bunny ears on in quite a few of the photos because bunnies are kind of magical and my dad liked to dress like a bunny. And so I had buddy feet from him because he was an actor and he liked to dress up in costume. Mm -hmm. And so I, and my mother's name was Bunny. So I just wanted to nod to my parents. So that was part of it this time. And um, also too, there's that famous Jimmy Stewart movie about where he thinks he's a bunny. They're kind of fantastical and my show's kind of fantastical. So I sort of kept all of that in mind. Uh, I love it. And I love how they turned out too. Thank you. Yes. So good. They're so, I mean, oh my gosh, the photographer is amazing. Yeah. I need to find me one of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's really good. Uh, So you also mentioned storytelling and how when you go into creating a video, you think about it with the beginning, the middle and the end in mind. Um, Can you tell us a little bit more about that and maybe give some advice to some listeners who are thinking about creating videos, even just short one minute videos for Instagram? Um, What's your process behind that and how can we kind of emulate that style our own? So I always think about like the opening, the beginning should always set up an, a problem. So, you know, like I'm in yoga and I'm supposed to be focusing on my breath. 
but I'm thinking about my laundry and I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat afterwards. So there's the problem. And then in the middle of it, I get really like really into the issue and trying to solve it, go back to breathing, you know, and then it's like, Oh, what about those shoes of free people? Take a deep breath, let go of the shoes, shoes. Oh, right. Shoes. I should go look at free people. You know, like I'll just like sort of stay on that track. And then at the end I solve it. So, um, I just decide to either a just completely make the shoes, my yoga or, or go to free people, you know? So I, that to me, that's what it is. It's like set up a problem, get into it really deep, have the conflict of trying to fight the problem, very much the hero's journey, and then find some sort of way to solve it at the end. Ooh, so when you say like make the yoga, make the shoes your yoga or make, I don't remember what, how exactly yeah, you make said the it. Shoes, yeah. Like yeah. maybe I, yeah, maybe I shouldn't go to yoga class. Maybe my yoga is just shoe shopping. Wait, is that a thing? I, I think it could be a thing. I love that. I know. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So, so it's like, you know, that's, it's like, how do I solve that problem? Instead of just going, I will never think of shoes again in yoga. Yeah, that's not true. So, right. You know, so something in the end, like you have to wrap it up. Ooh. And then I always try to just do a button, like a funny button, you know? So, okay. yeah. So, so that for me is, and it doesn't always happen, but I just look for like a little button at the end right, to wrap right. it up. Yeah. So do you mean by button, do you mean like you're asking for something at the end? No, like a button, like, like, um, maybe the end of the video, it's like, I've decided that, you know, my yoga will be shoe shopping, huh. that I can do downward dog in the shoe department, the end, you know? So, gotcha. Right. Something like that. I mean, that's not the best example, but it's a somewhat of an example. Right. It's almost like a punchline in a joke. It, it yeah. is. It's a punchline. Yeah. Yeah. And I okay. think you. it doesn't have to be funny, but it needs to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. And I think sometimes we get caught up in in, in going straight to solving the problem um, and just saying, you know, do downward dog in the shoe department. But yeah. without the story behind that, it doesn't really make sense. Right, right. And conflict, like a little bit of conflict is always very compelling. So I think there always needs to be a little bit of conflict in the video, even if it's a conflict between you and yourself. I think there needs to be conflict. You know, because conflict is what, like, is in a good play or in a good movie. It's what makes us watch. Mm, yeah, that's actually really good because I think that um, oftentimes um, some of us get caught up in um, our own conflict that we don't realize that we can share that as part of our journey on social media. Yeah, and I think that in all storytelling, there needs to be some sort of conflict. I think if you look at like like any sort of hero's journey sort of idea that we love the idea that we we either solve something or live with it at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. So we talked about the uh, 
the storytelling aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about the vulnerability aspect as well. So for people who are listening, do you have any advice for taking that first step in posting something that, you know, maybe it can per- be perceived as being, um, you know, being a little bit too vulnerable or just sharing a personal story and, and how to position that online? Um, do you have any tips for how someone can take that first step in, in showcasing kind of their personality a little bit more? Yeah, I think it's something, look at something in your life that you're feeling all the time. Look at something. I'm trying to keep the cat away from, from the computer. She's <laughs> like, like, I'm like, Violet, go away. See, this is conflict, right? <laughs> so totally conflict. So the cat's trying to get on the computer. I think it's just, I think you have to look at something that you feel all the time, whether it's like you hate exercise or you can't get enough coffee and just start talking about those little idiosyncrasies that don't feel like too much of an investment, but enough of an investment. And I think that's the doorway. Oh, so so it's almost like taking like real life, you know, relatable issues that anyone can have and using that as leverage. Yeah, because I I think our real life is where all the stories are. So even like I've noticed lately when I go to get coffee that I wait a really long time and it's because the people who order with their app get the coffee first Mm. and it drives me crazy. And so I'll talk to people online, like, did you get your coffee? Did you get your coffee? And I become that person. And I think even stories like that just show who we are, you know? So I think, yeah, last week I said to a girl, I go, yeah, the people online are getting their coffee first. She goes, I ordered online. And I was like, oh. (laughs) So I'm like, so much for that. Okay. That theory is not correct. Oops. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. But even that's a story in and of itself. Right, right. So yeah, so I think those are the things. Like just start looking at the silly things that happen in everyday life. Even if it's like holiday time and you're driving around the block like eight times for a parking spot. You know, what was your feeling the first few times around? Then were you on the third time around? And then did you decide that you were just done? You were just going to go home and then you found a spot. (laughs) And then you forgot the struggle. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I like that. I'm going to actually have to try that for myself as well. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think it's a really good, I, you know, all these, like, just think like today, what was like, like one thing that happened, just getting, getting to where you are in the, in that point of the day, you know, there's something. Right, right. Okay. I love that. So uh, before we wrap up, can you tell us any last thoughts on um, anything related to um, sharing your personal story on social media or even just um, creating more of that um, struggle and sharing that for social media? Do you have any final thoughts on that? Well, I think think that people love to think that either A, we're just like them or they're just like us, or they're really glad they're not us. So I think whatever you share, <laughs> um, make sure it's just about you. And and remember, we're all we all have the same struggles. So if you talk about a struggle on social media, chances are thousands of other people have had that struggle. Mm-hmm. Millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, especially like when you said uh, we 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 look at things that we uh, don't want to relate to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. So I think people either go, oh, good, she's going through that, so I won't. Yeah, or yeah, that's me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so so with uh, Project WooWoo or anything else you're working on, what's next? What can we expect to see? I am working on a scripted podcast next. So mm-hmm. Project WooWoo will keep going forever. But next we're doing, I'm doing like a 10 part scripted podcast. So it's written from head to toe. I'm going to use all my actor buddies and we're going to, it's the story of when I got divorced and met these dudes who, these young dudes who helped me through it. And so it's a very funny, so it's a, it's going to be a comedy mm-hmm. and it's a comedy about divorce and motherhood and and the struggle to find yourself. So that's the next. It was actually based on a screenplay I wrote that won a bunch of awards. And now I'm too old to actually play that role, but not on a podcast. No one knows my age. So yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. I love that. The power of voice acting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's the next with super amounts of sound design and yeah, totally scripted. So when is that coming out? So we're in the midst of it, writing it right now, I'm hoping, February or March. Okay, awesome. Okay, so how do we um, stay connected with you so we know when that comes out? Oh, so join the Project Woo Woo uh, newsletter, and that is the way to stay connected. You'll never miss an episode. I send you my morning routine, which I think really saves lives. Um, And uh, so there's that. And so you get like a little present from me. And there's going to be more things coming out. So if they join my newsletter um, over at projectwoowoo.com, they will find their, they'll get all the stuff they need. And they can join my Instagram. That works too. Lisa Orkin Graham. Okay, perfect. So I'll have links to both the Project Woo Woo website and Lisa, your Instagram in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.